Welcome to WFUV's What's What. It's Tuesday, November 28th. What's What is a daily podcast that explores current events, culture, news, and the hot topic issues in the New York Tri-State area. And includes features and interviews exclusively from WFUV. I'm Ben Oppenheimer. And I'm Christina Lulich. And here's What's What near you. Israel and Hamas are entering their fifth day of a truce. Hamas has released 69 hostages, primarily women and children, and Israel has freed 150 Palestinians detained in prison. But this morning, the two groups clashed in northern Gaza. The Israel Defense Forces said three explosive devices went off near Israeli troops. And Hamas accused Israel of violating the truce agreement and called the clash a field skirmish. But Hamas also said that they are committed to the truce as long as Israel is and hope the mediators continue to enforce the regulations of the agreement both in the air and on the ground. The truce has been extended for two more days as of yesterday. Hamas has agreed to release 10 hostages a day in exchange for Israel releasing Palestinian detainees. New York Congressman George Santos could be removed from the U.S. House of Representatives as soon as today. Last week, Santos said he expected to be expelled from Congress following a report from the House Ethics Committee. The investigation found substantial evidence of lawbreaking by the New York Republican. Santos has already faced two expulsion votes, but this time around, many of his colleagues in the House say the evidence found in the Ethics Committee's latest report could change their minds. The report found that Santos used campaign funds for things like luxury retail purchases and adult website content. And even if he isn't expelled from Congress, Santos says he will not seek re-election. That leaves New York's third congressional district up for grabs in 2024. A rule that was put in place during the pandemic to curb crowds at the DMV is expiring this Friday. And it may cause some New Yorkers to lose their license. The rule allowed people to self-certify their vision online. But 50,000 drivers have yet to submit vision tests with self-certification. But if you're affected, there are some quick ways to avoid having your license suspended. New Yorkers can go to the DMV and get their vision tested, or they can go to an approved provider, get tested there, and have them send the results to the DMV. Drivers should keep in mind that it usually takes around five days to get vision tests processed. If you frequently take the subway across the city, you may have experienced a delay from time to time. But some subways are more likely than others to experience delays, according to new data released by the MTA. The F-Line is the most delayed subway in the city and is on time only 70% of the time. The N-Line was a close second by being on time at 71%. And if you're wondering what the most reliable subway is, it's the 42nd Street Shuttle. But Ben, that's probably because it only makes one stop. Today is the 111th anniversary of Albania's independence. And to celebrate, Bronx Borough President Vanessa Gibson held a flag-raising ceremony in East Tremont. There are over 100,000 Albanians that make up New York City, with many living in the Bronx. And tonight at 6, the annual tree lighting ceremony at Bryant Park returns for another holiday season. It will include performances from world-class skaters such as Mariah Bell, Karen Chen, Ryan Bradley, and the Skyliners. It will also feature a world premiere of the Ice Theater of New York's Jazz Nutcracker, choreographed by Colton Krauss for Bryant Park. New Yorkers should note that the rink closes to the public on 1 p.m. Tuesday and resumes right after the show begins at 7 p.m. Food and drink will be available all day. 
And on this day in 1992, Whitney Houston started a record-breaking 14-week run on the U.S. singles chart. That's when she topped the Billboard Hot 100 with her soulful rendition of I Will Always Love You. The song's been covered by too many artists to count, from the likes of Linda Ronstadt to Amber Riley. But the original version came off of Dolly Parton's album, Jolene. Parton reportedly earned $10 million from Houston's cover. And to honor Houston after she died, Parton invested part of her royalty money back into an office complex in a black neighborhood in Nashville. And now it's time for music. Every Tuesday, the What's What podcast brings you an update on the latest music news. And today we're joined by WFUV's Jaya Joyce. Hey, Jaya. Hey, guys. So Thanksgiving is over, which means we're now entering the most wonderful time of the year in the city. Are there any fun music events coming up to celebrate? Yes, there are. Tomorrow is the city's annual Rockefeller Center tree lighting, and there will be a star-studded lineup of musical guests. The show is going to be hosted by Kelly Clarkson, who will also perform some holiday tunes. The rest of the show will consist of some pre-recorded performances and some live performances at 30 Rock as well. The two-hour event will feature hits from Cher, Barry Manilow, Chloe Bailey, and more. And, of course, any holiday celebration wouldn't be complete without the Rockettes, who will also be making a special appearance. Very exciting news, Jaya. And for folks who can't make it to 30 Rock, can they watch it from home? Yup. The whole show will air live at 8 p.m. on NBC and will also be broadcast on Peacock. You definitely don't want to miss it. Kelly Clarkson, who just recently moved her daytime talk show from L.A. to New York, said that she couldn't imagine a better way to kick off Christmas this year than to be a part of this beautiful New York tradition. But the event might not go as smoothly as planned. Tomorrow is also the International Day of Solidarity with the Palestinian people, and protesters are planning to flood the tree lighting for Gaza at 6 p.m. We'll have to keep an eye out for that. Now let's move on to another piece of New York music history. I'm, of course, talking about Billy Joel. What's the latest on him? Just this past Friday, a new exhibit opened at the Stony Brook Museum to celebrate the New York native. The exhibit is called Billy Joel, My Life, A Piano Man's Journey, and features works spanning the singer's five-decade career. And it's got plenty for fans to explore, like rare memorabilia, behind-the-scenes footage, never-before-seen photos, and personal experiences from the piano man. Joel even got to tour the exhibit himself. The exhibit's unveiling comes just before the singer's 10-year residency at Madison Square Garden is set to end in July. But not to worry for fans. After getting that private tour, Joel announced that he isn't done performing just yet. It just won't be at the garden. Fans can reserve tickets to Billy Joel, My Life, A Piano Man's Journey at BillyJoelExhibit.com. I know I'm super excited to stop by. I also heard that the nominees for the Songwriters Hall of Fame came out. Can you tell us more about that? Yeah, the Songwriters Hall of Fame is a huge deal. Billy Joel was even inducted in 1992. A songwriter becomes eligible for induction 20 years after the first notable commercial release of a song. 
This year's nominees were just announced, and they include Brian Adams, Tracy Chapman, Timbaland, Public Enemy, and more. Voting members have until midnight on December 27th to submit their choices of nominees. The chosen songwriters will be inducted right here in New York City at a ceremony and gala next summer. Well, I'll definitely be keeping my eyes peeled next summer, that's for sure. Jaya Joyce is a reporter at WFUV News who covers all things music. Jaya, thank you so much for coming on the show. Thank you so much for having me. And that's our show for today. But check back with us tomorrow around 3 o'clock for more news, music, culture, and sports. And as always, you can find more from us at WFUVnews.org and wherever you get your favorite podcasts. I'm Ben Oppenheimer. And I'm Christina Lulich. And that's What's What.